Hello good people and welcome to episode 4 of season 11 of the Brunswick Beer Collective and we are, well, we are at um, the archive of Jeff's house and um, I'm Chris Shorten. It's um, three out of four episodes at the archive. I know. I'm That's as, true I'm as actually. As you are. Hmm. Um, so I'm Chris Shorten, with me is Paul Christoph. Good evening. With me is Ben Wilson. Howdy. With me is Jeffrey Chi. G'day. With me is Gareth Humphries from Hello. the pond. The other side of the pond? Uh, is the it? correct side yeah. of the pond. What do we Cor- call it? The pond? I don't know. I, the moment I said it, it's like, ditch. no, that's probably wrong. Because the pond is a whole, like, um, London. The Atlantic, yeah. Yeah, London, New York thing. Mm. So the ditch. The ditch works better. Yeah. Their pond is larger. They get to call it the pond. Mm. That makes sense. We're stuck with ditch. I'm okay with that. Ditch is a The puddle. Yeah. Yeah. So, this week, we, this week we're um, going to hit on a topic that I think we've all run into a little bit lately. Um, and it started, uh, we went out to somewhere in Eltham. And Eltham, for those um, outside Melbourne, is one of these suburbs that it's kind of, it's kind of nice these days. It's very uh, yacht club-ish. Um, despite it being very far away from any river, I think. I think it's always been relatively nice. No, there though. was a bridge. Okay. I, did, I, did go, I did go across a bridge. <laughs> I'm sure that was over a body of water. Troubled water? A ditch, a pond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a very watery <laughs> thing. But the interesting part about this place was, uh, so it had been tattered to us as having like 20 taps. 20 whole taps. And, you know, we're all sort of licking our lips um, because it's like you know, 20 taps. There's one thing better than 19 taps. It's, it's 20, 20 taps. taps. However, when we got there, what we found was uh, basically, uh, and you know, I'm generalizing here, but it was basically so we had a pale ale, uh, there was yes, maybe a session IPA, and then a lager, and that was that would have been fine if it was just three of those. But then it kept on repeating from different breweries all the way through, and you sort of you kept on looking at it and you're thinking like, oh, is, am I looking at this wrong? Is there something else? What do we think, people? I mean, is this a, is this the new future? Makes the question, doesn't it? You're sitting like, I'll have the lager, please. Mm. Well, which one? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I guess a lot of the venues that we go to, we sort of split our venues into... There are the mainstream pubs, which just have your mm. commercial, commercial lagers and whatnot. And then you've got your crappier venues, which are all independent beers, multiple taps, mm. but yeah, limited releases, interesting stuff mm. in bottles... Whereas this is very much a craft beer venue not aimed at craft beer, not aimed at the stereotypical craft beer drinker. Mm. A craft beer venue, but more a venue aimed at your everyday drinker who likes a lager, but that's their their, their choice, drink of choices, VB, Tui's, whatever, and what they want is to support local breweries and local Mm. business. And this is kind of the craft brewery venue for them, which is not mm. what we associate with a craft beer venue. But, I mean, it is a craft beer venue. Mm. They're all 20, yeah. for the most part. I mean, I think Mountain Goat was would have been the only thing that wasn't was independent. independent. But for the most part, they were, you know, independent. Certainly everything there was brewed either in WA or um, in New South Wales or Victoria. So, I mean... Was it like the old days when you had a brew pub and they brewed on site and that was mm. all the big deal? And mm. they brewed one type of beer and... Yeah. great because it was it was brewed there so yeah we've kind of evolved from that i like to think but maybe this is the new version of that i'm sure if i'm sure yeah if there were loads of you know you know stouts and mm. barrel aged sours <laughs> and neepers people would probably not be all probably wouldn't them. go there given the crowd like it clearly wasn't a craft beer crowd mm. it was 
locals just and to the out. That can be very intimidating for someone. If yeah. you don't know what mm. you're getting into and you turn up and see a hundred words you don't recognise, you're like... Well, it's like when we went to lunch the other day and like we had to get the menu translated to us. Like, you know, what is this and what is that? And, you know, so I think I agree. Actually, yeah, I don't have a problem with, with, with this sort of this sort of outcome. I mean, I think, oh, um, no. you know... Do they actually advertise themselves as a crafty venue? The first, the first. Yeah, I think they, they do. Yeah, okay. I think I believe the um one of the owners was was it one of the owners or brewers at Coinda? Right. Mm. Anyway, that's kind of neither here nor there. I think mm. you know, I, I yeah, I think you know, all the beers on there were craft beers, and I think that yeah. is that is not mm. under mm. dispute. And um, yeah, I think yeah, making it accessible to people who you know, I, I think I think there's room for all sorts of different sorts of craft beer. And I think. You're right. Like if you, you know, if you sent the average punter into Carwin Cellars, they would just go, "Well, what the, the fuck is this?" Go right? crazy. Yeah. Um, not because the beers aren't yeah. good, but just because like I, they, it just it would be quite yeah. mm. unapproachable. And you know, I think it's still good that you know, just as when we got into craft beer, we moved from a situation where you would go to a place and say, "Can I just have a beer?" and they bring you a beer, there'd be no further questions asked. We're not so fast, for favor. Exactly. I think it's good that you can ask for if you know if you ask the question, have the lager or the pale ale or the Kolsch or the pilsner. You also would need to answer further questions, mm. right? Mm. I don't. Yeah, I think I think this is this is not an issue, and if it promotes people to yeah. keep experimenting and trying, then that's good. Yeah, but I think it might also change it over time as well. You know, potentially an area that you know, a lot of people wouldn't have had craft beer in the past, and you sure. get these venues that start up and um, sort of like breweries. You know, they have their core range to start with, and over time, you know, people might start to experiment. They might start to put. You know, a stout or even an imperial stout on, and you yeah, know, you might have seventeen taps what they are now, and then for three yeah. taps at the and, end. And over time, that sort of that, yeah, you know, that changes yeah. to be more the Almost more the experimental, movement. seasonal stuff that you might, you know, that we try around a lot of the places in Melbourne. Yeah, but it's also, and it might, I think it would open up people's minds to new breweries because they look at yeah. if you're a first first time you've been there, you're not really you've only ever gone to your standard sort of pubs. You look at there, you're like, oh, what's what's this brewery? What's this brewery? Say, oh, well, I like pale ales. So you try the four or five different pale ales, and you're like, oh, well, I like this one the best. This is from such and such brewery. The next time they go to the bottle shop, they're like, oh, well, they've got these four or five other beers that they do. Well, I'm going to grab one of each and try them, and yeah, in, it either leads to them supporting a independent brewery where they may not have in the past, or leads them discovering a new style. It's yeah, it can only be a good thing. Experimentation. Yeah, and you'll get the locals going there, like, oh, well. You know, I've had these other seven here, but what are these three new ones? I've never heard of them. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, wow. Off go the explanations, off go the, the tasters. Oh, that, I know beer could taste like that. <laughs> the moment we've all had, and another convert. I, mean, I think the other thing to, to also bear in mind is that, my, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's Ben's point is really like a, this sort of time evolution of things. I'm, I'm actually looking at a tap list from the Great Northern from back in 2012. Just just what you have. Yeah, yeah just one half handy. I'm and impressed yeah, but mildly disturbed. All the stuff on here is all, you know, Pilsner, Pale Ale, mm-hmm. Lager, ESB, um, and just like different, like, you know, different Wait, was it a Hunger's Hill ESB? It was a Hunger's Hill ESB. <laughs> I'm hand pumped. And then... And, <laughs> No, the Holgate ESP was on hand pump. The Hargraves Hill. The Holgate, sorry, yes, yeah. yes. Mm. And then, and then there are you know, sort of there's like one sort of Mad Brewer Stout mm. and Mad Brewer's Hoppy Hefe. So I think it is kind of like mm. the situation where you had seventeen sort of fairly normal, normal baseline sort of craft mm. beers, and then a few sort of more interesting ones. Maybe I think that's exactly right. I think that's that's how these things start, and that's how they mm. sort of evolve over time. Yeah, it's no putting on this ridiculously great tap list that every season craft behead would enjoy and then you shut down in three months because mm. you have no customers and your kegs go bad in the cellar because no one's drinking yeah <laughs> I mean, it's something that i think 
I've noticed with a lot of people criticizing even some certain beers in general and businesses is that whether it's breweries or whether it's a pub, it's a bar, it's bad businesses. Mm. Like you're, you're they're there to make money. They? Like you, people have put a lot on the line to run these businesses and they need to make money as well. Yeah, they're not obliged to serve you. They're obliged to serve yeah. the public, everyone, the paying. No, no, no it's, it's just us. It's just us specifically. At this table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just, just five people. Yeah, five, the only people. five people surrounded by chicken nuggets. Yeah. Right. That that's what, that's what the alehouse is for. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a pretty good job of serving just us. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they don't serve chicken nuggets, though. They do a very poor job of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's a fail on the alhazes front. Um, all right. So the other thing, of course, um, uh, I think it's I think it's a quite an interesting thing. I, I'm hoping that we'll see that evolution thing because they are also a um, Italian restaurant, basically, mm, as well. Mm. Like lots of pizzas and a big fried oven and mm. really good food. Mm. Very good. So actually, mm. craft beer is—it's not the the main angle. It's no, a side. Yeah, craft beer yeah. and basically craft craft Italian food and craft beer. I think is their sort of. Mm. Yeah. So the other thing was that we went to a brewery in St Andrews Beach mm. Brewery, where there is actually a golf course down the road from there. Huh. Actually, just Hilarious. just to the point of the conversation <laughs> we we're having earlier today. Uh, yes. Yeah, so down on the Mornington mm. Peninsula, it's pretty new, isn't it? Yeah, six months, I think. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a brewery that polished in my entire life. Yeah, it was very slick. And it had its market worked out to a T. Former stables. Oh, is that what it actually was? Yeah, so all the booths okay. were all where the horses used to be kept. And see, they were named after Melbourne Cup winners. See, because all I was thinking was like it was owned by some sort of like former jockey or something. Or former trainer. <laughs> but Cummins, he's got lots mm. of money. That's or true. had his family. Um, Glenn Boss, he's a jockey. If anyone can save us actually Googling this, um, let us know what the deal is. But well, they, you'd, you'd have to assume they have whoever, mm. there's certainly some money behind it because mm, mm. the equipment, you could see the, the actual yeah. brewery itself mm. behind the bar and yeah, it's yeah. really... They had a lot of capacity. New and yeah. shiny. Very nice. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those, you walk in there, it's like, oh, is this some really fancy winery? It looked like a winery. Mm. And the pale ale wasn't bad at all. Yeah, it was fine. But I think it's very, very, mm. very similar to what we were talking about before. We're like, oh, yeah, new brewery, cool. And it's like, where they go and tap? It's like, ah, oh, a pale ale, a lager, a pilsner, and an Australian pale ale or something along those lines. Golden, golden, golden yeah. Yeah, so it was very much like, oh, okay. And then they were very similar. Mm. Mm. No, the golden ale was mildly um, hazy, I should say. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know what it was intended. A Niga? <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that on radio? Um, I don't know anything anymore. But yeah, um, yeah, it was interesting. So they're all, you know, they're all three point five. Yeah, I'd drink any of those beers again, but yeah, you wouldn't would go out of your way to see. But it was packed, and it was yeah. you know, family friendly. Lots of people there. Yeah. It's, would, but, would it be as busy if they were? Yeah. Nippers and stouts, and, yeah. Yeah. and it certainly hasn't come from nowhere. You know, it's someone that said, "I've got a lot of money to spend," mm. and I realised mm. this is yeah. the other coming business to own right now. Yeah, so someone has turned up with um, giant sacks of um, cash yes. with just like dollar signs on them. And yeah. it's like we've talked about many times. I mean, Budweiser could make different beer mm. to what they make. They could make fucking any beer on the planet, but they choose not to. They choose to make the beer they make because their you mean customers the best buy it. Yeah. Yeah. And, the and they're yeah. beers, <laughs> and then purchase other people. Who yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> make that's the, right. uh, so, you know, I, yeah, and so similarly here, like, I'm, I'm not mm. saying, I'm not in any way trying to, com, com, mm. you know, equate 
St Andrews Beach Brewery to Budweiser. <laughs> I'm simply making the no, point. they're the same thing. <laughs> they, yeah. Exactly the same that, thing. You, know, you, you have make, all the equipment, so you can technically mm, make the beer you yeah. intend to make mm. consistently well. Mm. But and specifically, they intend to make money. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. make the beer that people that you are mm. selling to want to buy. Like it'd be kind of like mm. I think um, you know it's probably what Moondog realized mm. after starting mm. down the experimental path and have now ended up with a you know a fairly extensive well not that extensive but like a reasonable number of core range mm. beers is that. You know what they were doing was awesome, but you need you need to sell stuff to they a lot of exist, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't exist if they didn't make a core yeah, range. So that's fine. It'd be interesting to talk to someone at St Andrews though, mm. just to see what their background is in the brewery and mm. if they have plans for one-offs or if it's their background in money. Yeah, just mm. what the because you can never assume. We thought mm. we thought Burnley Brewing had lots of money when we walked yeah. in there, and then yeah. it turns out they didn't have <laughs> big investors. <laughs> they just they just thought ahead. They just thought ahead. But, and, you know, land would be cheaper out there, right? Not at Burnley, at the other. It's a lot of land. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> it's also interesting because you, know, you wouldn't have thought that the Mornington Peninsula needed another craft brewery. Mm. You've got Red Hill. Yeah. You've got the one that's named after the area. <laughs> um, oh, um, um, Rosebud? No, yeah, um. yeah, the Rosebud Bay Brewing Company. No, And so, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I hope they succeed. And, you know, that's mm. a really great space, yeah. actually. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just find it interesting because sometimes you go, well, you know, it needed it because people don't ship beer from, mm. you know, from the big smoke down to there or whatever. But there are actually a number of breweries down there already. And, uh, and so, yeah, I just, yeah. I just find it interesting. And, of course, there are no roads going there, so nobody can ship any beer there. Exactly, exactly. How could you possibly, yeah. like, you know, that's it, get, but, get beer from, from you know, from... Carrier pigeon. Or, well, there's pigeon holes Yeah, exactly. Past. Multiple carrier pigeons. That's true. How many pa- carrier pigeons would it take to um, carry, like, a... Bottle of beer. Well, how fast can a carrier pigeon fly? Depends how many bottles of beer it's yeah. carrying. <laughs> oh, geez, now, now we've just got a circular reference. This is disaster. <laughs> uh, I mean, practicality, you would have to basically d- um, divide the, like, a 3, 30 mil or whatever bottle of beer into, you know, what, 20 different small bottles for, and then have 20 pigeons? Or maybe just, like, one jump in the shark. Well, I'm sure you could have like you know you know how you got multiple horses pulling a mm. cart. You got a multiple carrier pigeons carrying one bottle. I don't know if that's horsepower. Why can't there be pigeon, pigeon power? power? Yeah, that's right. It's probably there's probably a unit like the imperial system probably has units. Like yeah, it probably exists. Yeah. Like you know it's like it's like four thousand pigeon power to a horsepower. I'm stupid like that. It's, it wouldn't be that round a number. It'd be like you know three thousand three hundred sixty-two point eight pigeon power to a horsepower. I would like to believe all of this is the case. Um, before we move on to, uh, on to actual beers, does anyone have any other business? No, not really. Given that we recorded Old two business. episodes less than a week ago, I'm pretty businessed out. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think we should get some actual beer. And we are back. And... So, I'm surrounded by beers that we've all sort of been sniffing. I don't know if anyone's actually drank. Um, can someone tell me what it is, please? It's the Abraxas or Abrachas? Abrachas? Abrachas. Abrachas. We're trying to figure out how to pronounce that. It is a Mexican or Spanish word. Anyway, what's yes, the yeah. name of one of Santana's albums, wasn't it? Could well be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not versed in my Santana. Mm-hmm. Back catalogue. I look it up later on. Someone else can look it up. Oh, yes, that's bound to be right. What, um, what anyway. was the name of that Santana album that everyone bought? Super Supernatural. Natural. Okay, and not the follow up, which had nothing. 
No, it just had that song with Chad Kroger, so yeah. that was just a mistake. Exactly. It, unless, it, unless it has like a repeat of um, or an endless remix of um, Rob Thomas's Smooth. Rob Thomas's Smooth? Well, Santana's Smooth, doesn't it? Featuring. I'm pretty sure Rob Thomas wrote it. Anyway, back to the bit. Yeah, oh. yeah, so no, no, Abraxa, Santana. Shit album. 1970. <laughs> Selected for preservation in the National Recording Registry due to its cultural, historical, artistic significance. Is this beer, is this beer known? That's the song that had Black Magic Woman and Oya Kanova on it, mm. which were probably his two most popular singles until... Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> anyway, so yes, the brewery. Um, <laughs> perennial Artisan Ales, yeah, based in St. Louis. So it is an imperial stout brewed with ancho chili peppers, cacao nibs, vanilla beans, and cinnamon sticks. Pouring deep brown with a thick head, this beer has a complex body with a delicious lingering roastness. Abraxas is brewed with unique ingredients intended to challenge and excite the palate. So I had the 2015 version when I was in Chicago and Mm. loved it. One of my favorite beers ever. So when I was in New York in September last year, I was at Torst. And I had a few beers and, yep, happy. And then I look, was looking through the bottle selection. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I could pretty much spend all day in this venue. That's been spend discussed. all your money. Oh. But um, then I realized that you're allowed to buy... I saw this. And then I also saw that you're allowed to buy bottles to take away. So I was like, well, I'd set out my tab. But it was like, mm. well, I know I've already bought all those um, evil twin beers that we had when I first got back and I knew I'd planned to buy more beers, but I was like, I need to buy this a 2014 vintage of a 2015 beer that I really liked. So, um, yeah, bought that back and it's been, I guess, aging for a further six months in my place and I it was a good time to drink it. But I can go. It's a very good time mm-hmm. to drink it because I'm here. <laughs> How convenient. Um, you flew over specifically for this Specifically recording, for right? this beer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's very impressive. Have, have, has everyone had a sip? No. Yes. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, maybe two. <laughs> yeah, I've had several sips of it. The Antro Chili is going off the death sauce. Ooh. Um, uh, so for those playing at home, um, prior to... in Actually, we'll, we might add it to the end of this episode, but um, in the break, Jeff had a um, chicken nugget with what sort of sauce was it? It's like Blair's Mega Death sauce. Mm. I just kind of just chucked some in the plate and mm. sort of mm. rubbed it around in it and ate it. Right. Oh, the nugget was cold, so you can't have, can't have cold nuggets. That's just absurd. So, so you heat it in, in a different way. That's why right. it's called hot sauce to heat yeah. up the nugget. That's right. That's what it's for. <laughs> Is that one of the sauces that you know the Scovilles are measured in the millions? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to. We'll have to. We'll Google that. We'll, I'll, I'll get back to you with an answer. Get back to you with an answer. So, is that the sauce you were referring to? The Blair's Mega yeah. sauce. Yeah. Uh, it tastes the same as this? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I was just saying, I was just saying the, the ancho chili, uh, you know, just really just helps to, you know, blends in quite well with the hot sauce. You just have that long burn from that. Oh. Pairing with this. It's, it's quite pleasant, actually. Um, yeah, what else do people think? Well, for an old beer, there's some surprisingly recent check-ins. So, we've got Jamie D at Parlour at the Manor. Says, ooh, who got me riled up? 4.75. And then <laughs> Z Zadalis, or Z Zadalis, I should say. That the bottle I gave you kids at Huna three years back? <laughs> and Jamie Dears responded, Dennis said, possibly, lol. <laughs> lol. Oh, <laughs> Dennis. Yeah. Dennis Such and a character. Way back. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. Greg, 11th of March this year. Passed where I should have had it, but still pretty good. 
What else has people found? Uh, Ryan O at Mondo Caramello on the 25th of February this year. Some caramel notes and the spices seem the strongest of any of the older vintages in this vertical. Very impressed. Five stars. Like vertical like tasting of this would have been... Well, it says, nice. yeah, vertical tastings are encouraged, mm. remember? So, uh, Julia G at The Whalers. Lo- I love this beer. Tastes like home. Five, five stars out of five. Well, that would be a very tasty home. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Christopher C. Um, the cinnamon comes out as it warms up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe E. Also at The Whalers. My favourite export from our home state besides the Met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, maybe she's from like East East St. Louis yeah, Maybe Because when I was planning to go to St. Louis I'm pretty sure I'm not getting this wrong But I'm pretty sure people like First, why, why do you want to go to St. Louis? But then secondly, I was like Okay, there are some cool places But whatever you don't go east of the river I'm sure that was what I was told It was a little while ago but Well, yeah, because Arkansas is meant to be Sort of meth central as well They had this Operation Ice Storm there Like three or four years ago <laughs> That sounds like fun well, yeah. well, Which is about like, you know, snowing Sort of ice, right? Yeah, it was like the it's it's the it's the prequel to Geostorm, which in turn is the prequel to Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm finding in, in, interesting with a lot of these 2018 check-ins is it's probably I think there's a big um, lot to be said about how people sell a beers. So I mean, here's one clearly past its prime, good but not great anymore. Hashtag seller twelve days three point five, but um. There are a lot of differences. So some people are saying, oh, the chili f- flavor's faded. Others saying, wow, you can really taste the chili. chili. The guy doing the vertical said it's mm. the strongest flavors of all. Someone else said you can really taste the cinnamon hit. Others, cinnamon fading. That has to be all... I think that must mm. lead to the um, importance How of... How you do it. Celery. Mm. Do you so think? I'm happy that mm. being from Torst, mm. they're probably salad correctly because I certainly don't feel like anything's faded. Yeah, mate, it's not... I don't get a huge chili hit. Maybe you should have had some mega death sauce before <laughs> to bring it out. Yeah, we'll put some in there. That's that's certainly, five hundred and fifty thousand Scoville units. Just oh, your that That's all. Yeah, there's nothing. This is why I'm still standing. <laughs> wait, wait, what's what's a Scoville unit? That's how you measure chili. Okay. Tabasco sauce is three and a half thousand. Mm-hmm. This one is five hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. What What about say mild um, old El Paso? Uh, <laughs> I think it's about zero. I think that's zero Scovilles, roughly. Possibly no, seven. Is that no? Use the noble unit for that one. Yeah. Now, JS at Casanova Liquor, fourteenth of September, twenty seventeen. Subtle heat, backy big spice. I guess he means baking spice, backing spice, and chocolate. Subtle cinnamon, still delicious. Four point seven five. I think that's what, I remember that's what I liked about the 2015 was that everything was really well balanced. Like you didn't, oh, that's crazy chili. Oh, it's crazy spices. All the spices were there. How many times do you reckon they've, they've made this before they actually nailed it to be what it is now? Um, no idea. Just, I'm guessing more than anything. <laughs> Between one and 17,000? 17,000 it is. All right. Yeah. They're very, very, very prolific. No, but he said between. Is that is that round brackets or square brackets we're using <laughs> here? Yeah, greater than or equal to <laughs> one. Less than or equal to 17,000. I see. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, all right. Um, what do we think about this beer? I think it's quite delicious. Yeah, you've got all those flavours. Mm. Yeah. Chili, mm. definitely if something has fallen off, it would have been nice to have known what that chili hit was. You can definitely taste there's a bit of chili 
You get it right at the end. At the end? I actually quite mm. like it. Um, it's, I think yeah. it's really well But balanced. it's to be expected that that will be the thing that will disappear yeah, over I'm time. I'm guessing right? that, yeah. Mm. yeah. Because, yeah, when I had the 2015, it had just been released. So I think it was actually a barrel, because they, they must release them a bit later, because it was a yep. new release, when, and it was on tap when I had it in Chicago. Uh, I really like it on the nose. You definitely get the cacao nibs coming through on the nose. Um, and overall, yeah, it's really well balanced and... Mm. Delicious. The one thing I would take issue with is the description clearly said that pours with a rich, creamy head and <laughs> no <laughs> head. Um, also, I ain't got that. Dirty glass as needs well. A, needs a bit of per- a perco in there. Yeah. Uh, but no, there's no, there's no head. beer out of the glass mm. sometimes. That's uh, it's true, actually. Yeah, if we did a, yeah, clean glasses, you never know. Mm. Also, I poured it, so, so, that, that's, also, so that's probably <laughs> all. Did you, did you rotate? Yeah, did you? You meant to do that with a stout. Where's the manual? Where's the manual? Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't rotate the glass on this occasion. Where's the stout manual? Yeah. Is it cheap or the opposite to a perco? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Correct. <laughs> I mean, all we got on the um, on the fucking label was some sort of surgeon general. Yeah, warning. the biggest description is guy. the surgeon general telling pregnant people not to drink it. He's always telling me what to do. It's not that <laughs> pregnant. But but you can almost guarantee that the sur- surgeon general is against Trump and he'll be fired at some point soon. Who is Trump? Is, is there even a surgeon? In general, I, there are a lot of unfilled positions in that administration. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeff, what was your? Did you give a verdict there? No, I really oh, like sorry. it. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. You know, it's, yeah, super smooth and just yeah, all those. It reminds me of that um, that Yokovesa ah, yeah. that you and I had in um, in, in LA, LA at Sunset. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very yeah. So it's, you know, it has all those sort of you know chocolatey chili flavors really well blended and yeah, I think this is great. Another way it progresses, it starts off with that kind of like mm. chili flavor head. Then you get the full on dark chocolate. Then you get like the kind of the spicy stuff and a lingering like chili. chili yeah, a little bit off at the, the end. end. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's great. So it's like a song that fades in. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's sure. superb. I, I really enjoy it. Um, I'm, I know we didn't give star ratings there. I'm going to go for a, I think it's a 4.25 for me. I'm really happy drinking this beer. Uh, 4.75 for me. This is, yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, same. 4.75. Four and a half for me. Yeah, I'm tossing up between four and a half and 4.75. And I guess I have to make a choice. Don't I, I guess you do. Mm. You do. Uh, one yeah, one choice that you make decide. makes it very it's, difficult. Uh, I always it. rate low, so it's got to be 4.75. To adhere to the Christoph standard, I've got to mm. go up. So, so 4.75. 4.75. Wow. You're outvoted. This might be the Look, highest a, rated beer I'm, on the BBC so No, nah, I reckon the... What did we rate the um, proprietors that I actually brought back mm. from Chicago on that trip? That's a good question. I think that was a five. I mean, I could question. probably dig up the archives, but that seems like a lot of work. Well, we could just, you know, if we only had an application that would allow <laughs> us to, you know, search for... Um, as long as there's some kind of, you know, articulated history of all the beers we've ever drunk. Yeah, that would be, um, ratings and times. You're crazy, that does not exist. If it does, Facebook's got it, and they sold it to Cambridge Analytica by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was Look, it, it would have been the, yeah, 2016, that was when I was in Chicago. But at least, you know, somebody somebody has a data net, and somebody's using it, you know. So I, I, I gave this beer five stars myself. Right. Um, friends, 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 friends. I assume I'm friends with, yeah, uh, we gave it five stars. Okay. Okay. So There you go. That seems very believable. So now we need, um, so what we need is the uh, 2017 of this and the 2017 proprietors. 
Mm. Um, look, so if you're listening, <laughs> send us your beer. If anyone from Perennial Artisan Ales is listening, anyone um, from St. Louis who we haven't offended, um, <laughs> uh, would it be too much trouble to um, ship a few bottles of this over? Maybe a keg. Yeah, keg would be nice. We know a guy who can buy it off. No meth, though. No. <laughs> do not, do not send your meth. I'll take uh, the meth. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like, let's rephrase it. Some meth, please. So, we're going to move on. We're going to drink another beer. And we're on to beer number two. And Gareth, this is one from your country. It is, but not one I have purchased or bought or ever had before. But I'll take credit for it anyway. Who did, who did bring this? Yeah. I, oh, ah. Benjamin. Had lying around. People can't see you raising your hand on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can't hear you raising not your hand. Not the yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, what is it, please? So it's the Night Spirit by Carrero Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from, well, near Wellington, pretty much Wellington. Uh, apparently it's a limited edition. I have this 904 divided by 1344 written at the top. That's a uh, pretty That's precise number of bottles. They're both numbers. It's probably, yeah. probably pi, one on pi, square root of pi, mm. something like that. Square root of, um, square root of pi over e. Yeah. Um, it's an imperial stout aged in American oak, approximately 20-year-old single malt whiskey barrels from the New Zealand Whiskey Collection, for there is such a thing. Well, it's it's not quite as impressive as the the boon box um, Gerzes that were like World War One basically. Mm, that's right. Yeah, this this beer has not been to Normandy. It doesn't yeah. have the spirit of the uh, you know any yeah. beachfront landings I mean, or anything. I mean, I, I feel kind of let down by that. But take it back. Yeah. Uh, the beer has an inviting licorice and whiskey aroma, smooth and equally delicious taste. Perfect beer for in front of the campfire or while wearing your slippers at home. Actually, that's an awesome description. It's not bad. I need, I, need I need new slippers. Apparently, we can get it at Penny beer. Blue. It says find it. Really? You know, five I months. have not been to Penny Blue since they... They refurbed. Refurbed? It looks exactly the I same. I don't know I've been since the triathlon where we were standing outside waiting for them to open. We had to like call the guy <laughs> who was in bed who then got someone else to go <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh, uh, yeah. But, you know, I good, good, I wish call, we good on them. We've okay. been to, we have been to places mm. where people have... Just not just opened. Just not opened <laughs> yeah. because that's it. Yeah, but uh, he bases it, oh, shit, yeah, we're meant to be open. So within, like, I'm 10 minutes, they were out. open. So, yeah. No, it's good. It's a great venue. Yeah. Uh, I haven't spent a whole lot of time since it's reopened, but the one thing that I did hear from um, people who have gone there recently, it's still super fucking expensive. Mm. Bottles, at least. I don't recall. I can't remember it being yeah. any okay. more overpriced than anywhere else. Apparently it is now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, has everyone sipped this beer? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Mm. But... Initial thoughts? It's imperial and it's oaky. I'll definitely give it that. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely, you definitely taste the booze in Ooh, this one yeah. oh, relative geez. to the previous beer. Mm, mm. Yeah, you can smell mm. the booze. Mm. Yeah, that's that's rocket fuel. It's got that really big, thick, like, you can, it, it's oak aged and mm. it's like I'm punching you in the face with the oak it's been aged in. <laughs> it's not subtle about it. Look, being punched in the face is never good, but when it's. Well, except by oak. <laughs> By night spirit. Yes, yes. The one time you want to get punched in the face. <laughs> All right. Um, what are people saying about this? Well, just for this, just for this venue alone, it's um, no, right now. My untapped is um, not working. Here we go. Stuart M at the Anna. No, wait. Uh, sorry, my untapped is just doing all kinds of Greg. <laughs> um, Q fish shake. Anna, Anna, Anna Baptist Holy Roller Laundromat Bar and Grill. 
That's fucking yeah. awesome. In Karipa Street, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I made them to the Gathlons. We're going. Man. Wellington yeah. has a Brooklyn. Purchased the <laughs> Liquor King. I guess it's his house or something. <laughs> Anyway, I don't um, care. we're going there anyway. We're going there anyway. You heard well, it. Stu- it you heard it here first, Stuart. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you listened to our uh, silky, silky, and garrison or ficus. Basically, yeah. yeah. Rich dried fruit and molasses notes, woody vanilla hints. A drink fit for us. Uh, Four point five. Well, speaking of knowing people, it's funny how people who don't know cities just don't just make assumptions that people know people and things. Mm-hmm. Which, but funnily enough, it actually happens a lot. When you go to big mm. cities, like when I lived in London, the amount of times you'd meet someone and it turns out they did know a person you knew and you're sure. like, well, oh, my wife, for, my, <laughs> my now wife for starters, but amongst other things. But um, it was funny, I was in San Francisco, I was at this place called Adobe Books. It's a really cool cooperative independent bookstore. Highly check it out. It's in the mission. But um, the woman working by the bar, behind the uh, counter that owned bars at bookstores. But um, maybe, they they should. Did. maybe they should. This is why your industry is dying, Chris. <laughs> I know. <laughs> fix yeah, it. Fix it now. They do have an art gallery. <laughs> <laughs> they may have been licensed. Anyway, um, so I was like, "Ah, oh, you're from Melbourne, yeah?" Like, but she actually prepaged her. So I had a friend that lived in Melbourne, mm. and um, yeah, so yeah. maybe, maybe no. I says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably be like the you know, ignorant American here." It's like, all right, Australians and Americans, we're as ignorant as each other. Like, mm. but she's like, you know, it's like. No, it's like, she's like, how big's Melbourne? It's like, oh, you know, just over like 4 million people. It's like, oh, <laughs> learn something new every day. But it's a weird thing. We all, with cities, you kind of assume. It's not actually a bad assumption because it does randomly happen more sure. than you think mm-hmm. it would. It's the old Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Six, six thing. degrees, so, yeah. Everyone kind of knows somebody. So in other words, Gareth... I don't know where I was really yeah, going you, with that. You, you need, probably know Stuart M. I'm yeah. bound to know. Or yeah. he knows one of your friends. Oh, well, you need to get to know Stuart M. He has he, good taste. Well, if you don't know, I'm sure Chris Town definitely knows him. Hi, Chris. The only other, the only other Kiwi we're allowed to mention mm. my name on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right. All right. Uh, what are people saying about <laughs> Chewbacca S at bus stop 16A? Wait, wait. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's kind of cool. Yes. Um, I think that's an achievement for this podcast. Yeah. I thought so too. Um, plum, plum pudding of uh, aromatics with deep and complex oak, bourbon, chocolate, and dried fruit tasting notes with a creamy mouthfeel. See, the worst part about that is that um, in my mind, I'm thinking, is this what Chewbacca would actually write? And it's like, no, no, he wouldn't. How do you write the noise that Chewbacca makes? I don't care what you smoke, Chewie, get in there. What, is, what noise does Chewbacca make when he smokes a cigar? Aiden <laughs> uh, J at Cromwell I dash site. I, I, I don't know where that is. Um, glad to cackling open another one of these. So obviously, mm. it's a place with cauldrons and witchcraft and, <laughs> and potions and Clearly shit. Clearly, that's the case. Tasting a bit smoother than last time, less vanilla, but whiskey is more prominent. Top work, 4.7. Followed immediately by Aiden S. Different spelling at the Cromwell Golf Course. <laughs> who says wow next level this is all on New Year's Eve so I don't know people mm. in the Cromwell era obviously yeah. just you know just a large it's very, it's very yeah. cromulent isn't it it's, it's <laughs> perfectly cromulent um, Paul D at Helga's House of Pain 798 of 1344 so smooth small chocolate hints very good 4.75 and Damien P at Helga's P- House of Pain 
Um, bottle 798 of 1344. So smooth and yummy. Really? A bit chocolate and licorice. Yeah. Just wow. They beat you. I mean, they, they did take their own photos because whatever that TV screen is, they, yeah, the, the beers are in the exact same position. It is almost the identical photo, but whatever they're watching, the scene has changed. Whoa. What, can you tell what TV shows? No, it's film? just some oh. guy and then there's some different guy. It was very specific. What's, what's the guy's name? Some guy, that's actually his name. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't he a porn star? <laughs> could be. It could he be. Should be. <laughs> we'll find out. It's like buck naked and some guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, interestingly, speaking of some guy, the next check-in is by some D. <laughs> Definitely a porn star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, he, pur- he purchased this at the brewery. Bottle 1245. How many bottles mm. were there all up? 1344. Yeah. Um, also, a lot of people are using like Vicus. As their descriptor. It's like the fourth I've seen. Isn't it's not it? a word you see that often. Mm. That's like the fourth check and it's used that. Yeah. Big whiskey mm. notes up front, followed up with coffee and sultanas. Man, this is a good beer. Five stars. <laughs> All right, give me like two more. Uh, Edwards L. Serving suggestion of 10 to 12 degrees is worth bowling. More chocolate and multi characters come out and alcohol less harsh. Mm. I agree with that actually. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And someone... Yeah. Um, Someone, um, I assume, milled this beer unless they have distribution in whatever country wiring, wiring is, uh, Vienna. Some neighbourhood in Vienna, two people have checked in because they both have the same map. Um, uh, so the first friend, um, he's checking is in German, so he's no use. But he thanks Paul C. So I don't know who Paul C is, but he got 4.25. But his mate, who checked in in the same day. Another epic stout from Down Under. Ooh. <laughs> Do people call New Zealand down under as well? Um, I have yeah, heard it happen. In Europe, everywhere is like down under down here. It's yeah. all just the antipodes yeah. are over mm-hmm. there. Makes yeah, sense. A bit less than Hawkeyes, but still very good. And not only has he thanked Paul C, he's also thanked Fairy V. Good old Fairy V. And he says purchased it at what looks like his own house. Or is it, or is that, oh no, maybe the map is a beer venue. This is all very interesting things. But anyway, he gave 4.25. Tram station. Definitely did not purchase it at a Vienna tram station. Alrighty. We got one more. Rowan C just says, strong as bro. <laughs> oh, too, bro. Yeah, legend. All right, I'm going to flag right now. Gareth, your challenge is to find all of these people. Done. Before next them. week. Especially Rowan C. Especially Rowan C. And Fairy V. Fairy V sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> and he's also in Vienna, so... <laughs> All right. Sure BBC will fund my flight. <laughs> Alrighty, what do we think about this, people? I like it. I think it's good. It's, I mean, we'll say it's, it's strong, it's big, it's imperial, but it's, it doesn't suffer for that. Mm. It's something um, put down for that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't have the subtleties or complexities of that last one, but yeah. it never, it's never going to, and I don't think we should hold that against mm. it. There's only 1344 of them, you know. That's... That's worth half a star, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So how many stars is that? <laughs> half so far. <laughs> ah, all right. <laughs> all right. Should we come um, back to you once of a crew? What would I give this? Um, it, it's well over four. That's a four two five. It's a four and a half, maybe. Hmm? We'll give it a four two five. Um, Jeff, I am actually. I'm not a massive fan of this. Actually, like I don't dislike it, but I just it's not the body for me is a bit too thin, and I think the booze is a bit too big. For not thick and vicus. Not, <laughs> not, not thick and vicus. No, no I'm not playing vicus at all. 
It's not vicus, viscous, <laughs> yeah. None viscous. of those things. I guess, yeah. I, I never know how to pronounce that word. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I don't. I don't dislike. I just don't. It's just I don't think it's that good. So I'd give it three point seven five. Benjamin, um, the first couple of mouthfuls were a bit too full on. The booze was way too strong. It's definitely one that needs some warm up. Yeah, warm but down. yeah, definitely agree with the comment before. As, as it warms up, it it sort of settles down a bit, and mm. you, yeah, I find the flavours a lot nicer. Not as well balanced as the last one. So probably for that, I'll give it a four point two five, which. Was what I gave it last time. Um, I gave it four four last time I had it, which was also with Ben. Well, you also bought you bought the bottle. Um, yeah, it was an unexpectedly boozy dinner at my house. <laughs> Good times. I was up until like one a.m. watching film clips, of dining songs. Yeah, but I was um very much um on the uh, on the task when I had this. This was quite early on in the night when I had it back then. And um, I think my, I'm going to stick with my original rating. It's, it's nice. It certainly becomes better balanced as it warms up, but it's quite thin and I'm not getting, I'm not getting all those complexities of the flavours that the bottle promises. But saying that, I mean, it's four. It's, it's still a fantastic beer. Um, it's, it's a four-star for me. I agree with Jeff that it um, is a little like... It doesn't. It lacks a lot of subtlety, um, um, but eh, I'm enjoying it. Um, so that makes it a four. Yeah. 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 So we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, we have been uh, Chris Shorten. We've been Paul Christoph. Until next time. We've been Ben Wilson. Thank you. We've been Jeffrey Chi. Night. We've been Gareth Humphreys. Adios. And we will talk to you all next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, we, the Brunswick Beer Collective plus others, have just stupidly decided to do the chicken nugget challenge. Well, we didn't um, decide. It was yeah. foisted upon us. Yeah, Ben turned up with a shit ton of chicken nuggets. Um, I know this isn't beer, but we like to think everything is beer in some respect. And I don't know where that beep is. Oh, sorry, that's me. <laughs> um, Wake up. Start, right. start that's eating. A, that's a start challenge. challenge. <laughs> One minute past and zero nuggets eaten. Challenge failed. Challenge failed. <laughs> okay, the rules. Are we allowed to start with nuggets in our hands before it's the Ooh, time starts? Or? I don't know. I mean, you guys have seen this before. It's you a guys good, know it's how a good it question. Works. I mean, I generally haven't, but you know. <laughs> well, you know. But um, I, I, I don't think we can make up the rules hands, as we go along. Hands on hips before <laughs> the timer starts. There's no way I'm going to do this, by the way. Hands on. Oh, we, are we only hands well. Well, yeah. I, I can have one. I'm, I'm the one who has to start the fucking timer. Oh so, shit! So, okay. Yeah. So, okay. I'm um, hands on heads. Yeah. Uh, are we? Are we? Are we allowed to to, to use this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We are. Okay. Okay. Well, I think oh. most eating challenges you can. You can um, I think so. so I actually, like so. the hot dog, you can. Do I mean, can you turn on? Can you turn on the webcam? Can we like record this? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> that's a lot more work than I have right. time this for. Is, so maybe, um, maybe, maybe, maybe don't worry about that. Um, uh, but uh, okay, so for people listening at home, uh, we all have our hands on our heads. We have waters in front of us. We have ten nuggets in ten in five bowls. Right. Three, two, two one, one. Go. go. This is hard. Fuck. Mm. Yeah, I'm struggling mm. with one. Shit. Okay. One one went down really easily. Which I'm not the doing. rest of them are going to be bad. All right. Paul's already given up. We're already out of Paul. Paul can come and take for the rest of us. Yeah, screw that. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to finish this. Mm. 
I feel like at some point we need to actually take breath. But no, it's fine. Can't. Mm. Now it's definitely between Gareth and uh, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I'm nowhere near. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about two in 30 seconds. <laughs> well, it's a question of whether you have to... Um... The problem is, I, I need a ketchup, not barbecue sauce. That's, 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 uh, the, that's the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really everyone wrong. blames their sauce. Hmm. Um, I mean... Oh! No, the, the issue hmm. is, is the challenger really in hail? Five, Five four, four, three, two, hmm. one. Oh. Whoa, whoa. <clears throat> Alright, so, um... Gareth and Jeff had nuggets in their mouth. Mm. Mm. They're done. Still chewing. I had about, about two halves left in there. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't not too fast enough. <laughs> so... I had four, I had four remaining. Uh, I have uh, one, two, yeah, three, I, four, I gave up after. five, and I've got the sixth one in my hand. Yeah, I've, I've seen. Mm. Um, that is frustrating. Mm. I probably would have, mm. yeah, maybe got yeah. five if I'd really, really tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, I mean, you guys basically got there. Um, you're like um, mouthful left. Yeah, I think I was through in about sixty-three seconds. It mm. might have been a slight improvement on the last time. Mm. What, what would you do differently next time? I'm not sure because I thought that with water it would be a lot easier, but it kind of isn't no. that mm. much easier. Pre-sourcing? Yeah. I didn't have any. Yeah, you don't mm. time. No. Pre-sourcing, maybe, maybe, maybe that will help. Um, yeah. Um, what if, What if the nuggets themselves were watery? That would help, yes. Pre-inject. Yeah. Less, exactly. less chicken. More modified yes extract. <laughs> mm, yeah. mm. Um, I mean, I'm still eating the nuggets and, you know, I'm slowly getting through them, but I'm like, all I keep thinking is, how do other people do it? How the hell do people actually do this? I think you must swallow them whole. Mm, inhaling. Yeah. I also think I need to be drunk. That would help a lot. Although, would it, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you lose focus? Yeah, I think that's mm. my problem. I've never been a fast eater. Mm. In general. Alright, new challenge. Let's drink as much beer as we can for an hour and then get more nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's, there would still be 20 nuggets mm. left in that box. So at least yeah. two people can have another go later. Well, I, I can bring you We know the two. <laughs> so, people, you've heard it first here or last here. We may not survive.